Okay, now, this is going to be a very interesting episode, okay? So, um, a while back, I was listening to um, these kids on YouTube, okay? And they got a podcast called, um, it's the what, <laughs> Dad, I can't even talk, it's the what the flock, like a flock of birds podcast, so it's a WTFP, What the Flock podcast. So, you know, very interesting. Now, mind you, I was looking for information about the National Cocktail Society. Now, I went to a show that was up in PA, like I was uh, talking about before, but I was just looking for a podcast that just gave me more information about the National Cocktail Society, as in like, um, you know, um, shows, just all, you know, just things, you know, like I said, I was a member back with the mailing list and stuff with the National Cocktail Society. I actually went to my first show uh, not too long ago. So I'm, you know, I'm really getting more serious about this as in like um, possibly um, having a bird in the show. Right. So go on YouTube and I'm telling you, I, I can't find anything about the National Cocktail Society, except for these kids who had the podcast, right? So, you know, young kids. I mean, they look like they're about teenagers or whatever. I mean, it's a girl, and then it's a guy. I mean, he kind of looks like the dude from uh, Twilight, you know, (laughs) Team Wolf, right? So, you know, you got these two um, um, kids, and they got the podcast, and they're talking about you know, you know, talking to members of the National Cocktail Society, you know, like people high up in it. So, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, this is pretty good, you know, and I was really impressed uh, with these two because they seem really knowledgeable and stuff and, you know, very professional, you know, to be so young. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to just check out their podcast in general. I mean, I just stumbled across their podcast because I typed in, the uh, National Cockatiel Society. So I'm like, okay, let me see what other content they have. So um, they go ahead and uh, I look and I'm like, you know, content, I'm looking for cockatiels because you know how I am. I'm trying to stay on point, targeted just on the actual cockatiel, um, you know, birds. So um, I found one and, you know, they're talking to a gentleman. Um, you don't see his face. Okay. And, um, he sounds like an older gentleman. Very, 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 very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable guy. Right. So they're talking to him and, you know, this, um, particular podcast was, was a couple of years ago, actually, when they did it. Right. So I'm calling these, these, I'm calling them kids. They're probably adults now. Anyway, um, they were talking to him. His name was, uh, is Mr. Brown. I just go with Mr. Brown. Okay. Um, so they were talking to Mr. Brown and I'm listening to him talk and I'm like, I can't see his face. I know he's an older gentleman and you know, he, he sounds kind of like, you know, a little bit of a of a country accent and one thing that you know well I don't know if you notice or not but (laughs) I'm I'm black okay 
And um, the way he, he was talking in his dialect, it sounded like he was also a black man. And, you know, hey, I'm going to put it out there. You, <laughs> Me personally, I haven't ran across a lot of um, black men who are into raising birds. It's, I'm sorry. I'm hey, I don't, I don't mean to offend anyone or whatever, but I just don't see a lot of black guys who are raising birds. Anyway, so I was I was curious. I was like, you know, is he a black guy raising birds? You know, because all I know is his name is Mr. Brown, and um, just the way he sounds, the way he was talking, I assumed that he was. So. As you're talking to him, you know, Mr. Brown has a um, bird breeding business company, Empire, um, called, um, it was called uh, Royalty Cockatiels, all right? And I, I, I know I'm kind of jumping ahead because I said was, but it's called Royalty Cockatiels. So I was like, okay, well, they had it posted um, in their notes, you know. Um, the uh, What the Flock podcast on YouTube. They had it in their notes, you know, Royalty Talk Cockatiels, right? So I clicked on it because I'm nosy, you know, because I'm listening to this guy. He's very knowledgeable. I mean, he is a wealth of knowledge, the way this guy was talking. And even uh, one of the hosts of the podcast said that he is learning, learning a lot from Mr. Brown. So I'm like, okay. I'm curious about this Mr. Brown, right? So I go onto the website and it says that it's closed. Like, you know, and I'm like, oh man, what's going on? So anyway, you know how YouTube, uh, not YouTube, ugh, you know how the internet is. You can just keep clicking and clicking and clicking and find stuff. So I saw that he had like a, a Facebook page and, you know, which, you know, his actual, his actual website was was closed but he still had a facebook page that was for the business and when i looked at the facebook page i saw you know people of color and the pictures and stuff like that so i'm like oh okay 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 he is a brother okay all right all right cool i mean you know my um <laughs> my, my my uh uh suspicions were correct so anyway so i'm curious you know i see that this guy he has a business he's very knowledgeable and he's um talking to these kids and really like telling them a lot of stuff and i was like i'm curious <laughs> i'm nosy now i'm like okay what happened because i'm thinking about breeding birds and oh another thing too is he lives in pa so i live in merlin so i was like wow this guy is not that far from me. I mean, he's just a state away. Yes. You know, it's still a distance, but it's just a state away, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to call him up. I'm going to call him up <laughs> and be like, hey, um, <laughs> I'd like to get him. Knowing that he doesn't have the sight, but I'm just curious. I want to know about this guy, right? So I call him. And when I call him, it goes right to voicemail. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, you know, it's probably a business number. You know, that's it. So he calls me back and I'm like, oh, shoot. So he calls me back. And when he calls me back, 
he's like, hello, can I help you? And I was like, oh, um, you know, being, acting like I'm naive. I'm like, oh, um, I'm calling about getting a bird. And he's like, nope, you know, don't have the business no more. And, um, you know, and, you know, that's it. Right. So I'm like, what happened? Like, you know, like, you know, sales weren't good. You know what happened? Because I want to know. Like, maybe he can give me some tips or something about, you know, maybe I shouldn't get into it. I don't know. So he tells me that he stopped because he was just getting older and he couldn't do it anymore. That physically it was too demanding. And I'm like, what? And it shocked me in my mind. I'm like, come on. But he said that, no, he was getting people who wanted birds and a lot of people and he just it, it was work because he told me that um and he told me a lot this is just a small fraction of what he told me he told me a lot of stuff a lot of stuff but um he just told me that um you know with his birds he didn't believe in selling people um birds that were parent raised he believed in selling birds that were hand raised so that you would have a good pet which I, I totally believe in. And you have a good pet that you can hold, that you can bond with. And even when people would come and buy his birds, he felt that you didn't choose the bird. The bird chooses you. And I, I, I was like, wow, okay. I, I like that perspective. So I, I was talking to Mr. Brown for, I'm not going to lie to you, probably over two hours. I, I, I swear, I was talking to Mr. Brown for um, for um, for over two hours, pushing three. And on, I'll be honest with you. Normally, now I have ADHD. And if you talk to me for too long a period of time and I'm not interested, I will zone out, maybe even fall asleep on you because my mind just is all over the place. I was so focused and in tune to what this man was saying I, the whole time he was talking it was like my brain was like just recording everything right which is very rare so um i talked you know after we you know mr brown he kind of caught on to my um he caught on to my foolishness and he was like so what, what are you looking for you know you know uh we we looking at the breeding birds and i was like yeah really I was I was I'm looking into breeding and he's like you know it's 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 good you know you gotta it's something that you really want to do you know it's it's going to be some work and I'm like okay you know um uh, you know I'm down I'm I'm I'm, I want to commit to this right so um he tells me he says man I really wish you would have caught me six months ago because um, you know, I had a birds. I was getting rid of my bird. Not getting rid of, but I was selling off my birds and all my equipment. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, uh. I told him, I said, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because I really appreciated um, just talking to him and just getting the information, the knowledge, and, you know, all that good stuff, right? So he tells me, he's like, you know what? I've got to a few flight cages um if you want them i'll give you a good deal on them so you know i'll be honest with you did i really need to buy flight cages from mr brown nah 
I could have went on Amazon and got me <laughs> some brand new flight cages. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what, what it was about. I really wanted to actually meet this man, right? And actually pick his brain and talk to him in person. Because this is something that I really want to get into. Something that I'm very passionate about. And something that I have been really investing time and money into. So I want to actually speak to um, a person who I potentially want to be like, you know, and um, and just carry on, you know, the um, the hobby or the business or the passion of um, breeding cockatiels. So he was very similar to me when he said that. He only bred cockatiels, you know, to him, they were the perfect bird to um, keep, sell, raise, all that good stuff. And I totally agree. I was already on board with that. And, you know, I went to his house. Like I said, I'm jumping around. I went to his house. His house is in uh, PA. And um, it, it, it was it was, you know, it was nice. It was like a farm area. You know, very, very like country rural type area. And, you know, from what I found, there are a lot, in my area, a lot of breeders of everything <laughs> are, is, is located in PA. And I'm talking about breeders of birds, breeders of dogs. I guess that up in PA, you got so much farm, farmers and farmland, etc. that you're like, OK, if I'm raising chickens, I'm raising cows you know, why not raise dogs? You know, I can, you know, I can get a lot of money for it. Or why not raise cats? Why not raise birds? You know, so I kind of see a trend when it comes to PA and when it comes to breeders. A lot of breeders are located in PA. So um, I went ahead and like I said, I spoke to Mr. Brown. Now, before I even uh, coordinated this to meet Mr. Brown, we were talking, you know, um, on the phone and the funny part is is when he's asked asked me uh when i wanted to get the cages i was like uh tomorrow because i'm one of those people where if you tell me that you're gonna give me something or sell me something i am gonna do it next day like i'm not one of those people where it's like oh yeah i'll be there in a couple of weeks to get it no 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 i, I learned my lesson the hard way if somebody's gonna give you something um, you need to just go ahead and get it as soon as possible. So um, when I was talking to Mr. Brown, before I even met up with him, he told me, he said, oh, I have a friend that I sold a bird to. She's 40 minutes away and it's a male. Um, he's two years old and she's going through a divorce and she just can't have the bird. So she'll give you the bird in the cage for a pretty good deal. So I was like, okay. So <laughs> I'm riding up the PA in my pickup truck and I'm meeting Mr. Brown first. Okay, I meet Mr. Brown. Oh, and of course, I did speak to the lady that um, night and she was like, yeah, yeah, come on by. So I was like, okay. So I go ahead and meet Mr. Brown first. And when I was at Mr. Brown's house, I was, of course, I was over there for over an hour because we, we were talking and we talked, we talked, we talked, and I was just getting a whole bunch of knowledge from Mr. Brown. So then um, I left Mr. Brown's house with 
um, one, two, two cages, I think. No, three cages. Was it two? I don't know. I think it was two cages. Anyway, yes, two cages. I left that. I left this house with two cages, and oh, um, a a brooder, right? I hope I'm saying it right. Which basically is like it was a ten gallon tank with this specialized heater on top, so that I can go ahead and um, you know, when I start getting um, start having my birds breed, it can like uh, keep the little chicks warm, right? And then he gave me a breeder box. So that was cool because I have a few breeder boxes already. So, hey, another breeder box ad, right? So I got that and then I was on my way, on my way to pick up the uh, male, right? So I went to pick up that male bird and it was beautiful. It was a white face pied and, um, I mean, he was able to talk actually. Like he can say, what are you doing? He can, it's really amazing. He can say, what are you doing? Pretty birds. So I was very impressed by that, right? So I go ahead and um, I pick up the bird and she had a cage. She also had a play type of setup thing for birds to kind of jump on and play, but I didn't have no room. <laughs> so I told her I could, I'll pass on that. I'm sorry. And she gave me a box with a bunch of stuff too. So I got the little bird. And I'm riding back to Maryland with two big old flight cages strapped to the top of my truck. And then I have the cage that the bird had um, in the back of my truck in in the uh, passenger area. And then I had a little bird up front with me in my little carrier. So (laughs) I'm on a mission. I'm telling you, if you can see the things that I'm doing, you'd be like, this guy right here. But no, I'm, I'm serious. I've been going back and forth to PA a lot, um, getting birds, um, because there's a lot of breeders in PA, and um, this is really exciting, you know, this is something that is going to be a very gradual, um, it's the long game, this isn't going to be a quick, um, you know, like, you know, a fad to me, you know, it's not going to be just something I'm doing on a whim and that's going to be it. No, no, no. This is going to be a lifestyle. This is going to be, um, a part of me pretty much for the rest of my life. So, um, I'm really looking forward to this. This is really exciting. And I'm also enjoying and, um, very interested in other breeders or just people who raise and love these uh, these birds, and um, I'm telling you, I met a lot of good people, a lot of good people who um, who are into the cockatiel hobby. I mean, a lot of good people, people on Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Um, one thing about people who raise birds that um, is different than a lot of other people is. When you have a dog, you, for the most part, have an animal that lives to serve you, okay? <laughs> a dog lives to serve you, okay? Um, they want to make you happy, you know, all that good stuff, right? When you have cats, you know, cats are different. Cats want you to serve them, 
But at the same time, cats own you, okay? So if you take a cat and open the door up and the cat runs out, the cat's coming right back. In some cases, this is kind of legendary, you can abandon a cat, <laughs> you know, many, many miles away, and there's been stories of the cat coming back and finding you. So cats are different, you know. There's a certain connection, or I don't say connection, but there's a certain type of relationship when you have a cat, a certain type of relationship when you have a dog. Birds are totally different, okay? Birds are totally, totally different. Number one, you do serve your bird, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing. You serve your bird. And if you free your bird and let your bird go out there, your bird ain't coming back. So somebody, so like a cat, the the cat is going to come back to you like a dog. The dog is going to serve you. Not the case when it comes to birds. You are going to serve that bird. And if you let that bird go out there and it flies off, you're probably not going to get it back. And it's not because the bird doesn't like you. That's just how they roll. So um, on that note, um, to be a bird owner, you are a different breed of pet owner. Simple as that. Okay. You're doing it because you totally love these little animals. And don't get me wrong, especially when you have a hand-raised cockatiel, they are very affectionate. Trust me, if you get one of these cockatiels from, like, Petco, you're not going to get the effect. You're not going to understand what I'm talking about. You're going to get a bird that's going to be scared. It may let you hold it, like, perch on your finger or whatever. And But that feeling of be, the bird flying, wanting to be on your shoulder, wants, you, wants to nuzzle with you, wants you to pat his little head. Oh, man, it's it's it's... You're not going to get that, <laughs> okay, from a cockatiel that was raised by his parents. Anyway, I'm rambling on. So I just wanted to just tell you my experience of listening to the What The Flop podcast and um, listen to these kids and just their knowledge on different types of birds and how they interviewed somebody some people for the National Cocktail Society to them interviewing Mr. Brown and how um, that really, really helped um, and inspired me to continue doing what I'm doing. So, on that note, I'd like to just thank you all for supporting my flock. And when I say my flock, I mean all of us because we're all <laughs> we're all flock, but you know, this is a just uh, a sector of the major flock that we all belong to, okay? This is, you know, the urban cockatiel flock. <laughs> so, but it's still connected to the greater flock of other cocktail owners and cocktail owners are created to the flock of all other parrot owners. So we're just one huge flock. We all got love and trust me, when we post pictures online of our birds our babies you will get other bird lovers jumping in showing their support and love and sometimes it can be a little irritating because we could be very opinionated but when it all comes down to it as long as you care about your bird and you've and you're doing what you feel is best for your bird that's all that matters you know that's all that matters so on that note 
Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode of the Urban Cocktail Podcast. Take care. Bye.